Hey, I'm Jim Sear. And I'm Jocelyn Yacht. And you are listening to the Avoiding Chores Podcast. Where lately we've been talking a lot about uh, moving movies and books. Yeah, that's right, Jocelyn. And you know what? A couple episodes ago, me and Keith were talking about Stephen King, and I was looking up my library here, and I looking at my Stephen King books I've kept o- over the years. But there's another set of books that I've kept, which are the Lord of the Ring books, Jocelyn. And I think, hopefully, you've read these books. Ah, uh-huh. well... Have I read these books? Interestingly, today, as we're recording this on September 21st, it's the 80th anniversary of the publication of The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. And, um, you know, it's interesting because that, that book was first written as a children's book. And it morphed and, and got transformed, I guess, afterwards uh, with The Lord of the Rings into this grand, you know, fantastical um, you know, mm. amazing environment, I guess, and world that he created and even created languages and so on. But uh, but it all started with that one book. And uh, I still remember uh, when I was a teen, and I, I would say it was probably 14. And, and, you know, that book got, you know, it might have been its third or fourth life at the time because obviously it was published in 1937 and it mm-hmm. became popular again and everybody was talking about it and of course I picked it up because I you know I, I was a reader back then and uh, yeah you know I, I I started with that one interestingly I I read the French translation at the time um, oh really yeah 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 it was uh, you know I I I read English of course but but uh, you, you know it just so happened that my buddy had a copy and. Uh, started reading it and really really you know kind of gravitated towards it i was a fan of dungeons and dragons and stuff like that at the time yeah so this fit right in right and and just uh kind of paralleled that universe so it was uh it was a pretty cool thing huh. well you know what i didn't read the books until well basically when the movies came out but i only was kind of aware culturally of Lord of the Rings. Uh, I briefly remember in a kid, I saw the Bashki animated Lord of the Rings in the 70s. There was an animated, they rotoscoped by the actions because it was very low budget. Yeah, Yeah, you can still find it somewhere, I think, on uh, YouTube or or stuff like that. I believe it was on a CBS movie or something like that. So, you know, I kind of knew, like, you know, and I was reading a lot of Mad magazines when I was a kid, so I saw Frodo lives, like the the button Frodo lives, and I kind of was aware, didn't quite clue in what they were talking about. So it wasn't until I guess the the first of the movies came out, and still didn't really re- got into it. Uh, saw the first movie, and then my girlfriend at the time she gave me the whole like you know prepackaged book set or whatever. Right, so. right. I just started devouring that books, and that was around Christmas time too. So you know, spending the holidays just reading these books and just just processing it, and then plus as the movies came out, watching the movies, and then you got the whole DVD series at the time and the extended oh, editions, yeah, of course, yeah. and oh my god, how many hours you just sit back and watch and just marveled at the world that got inspired by it. Uh, but you know what? Then then that got me to to kind of go back and buy the Hobbit, buy like the Sumerian, and try to complete that collection. Try to read it through. And I gotta say though, I kind of lost steam halfway through the Hobbit. Oh, is that after reading after reading yeah. it? the the book you mean or not or the movie? 
Yeah, movies. the book. Because, oh, we can talk about the movies later. But, you know, having watched all the Lord of the Rings trilogy movies, read all the books, loved the books, one, it was The Hobbit. I don't know, maybe it was trying to remember all the names of the... Uh, of the of the dwarves. Yeah, the dwarves and The nine and of them, stuff. yeah. Yeah, so and then after after three, I'm like, okay, you know, this is too... I, I, I don't need a crib sheet to find out who's who in this when I'm reading this. So. Well, you, you know, it's it's interesting because your path is, is very different. You know, the movies triggered reading the books for you, and, and for me it was quite the opposite, right? Because I, I first read the books in my teens, and by the time they announced that... Peter Jackson was making those movies. No, don't forget when 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 it was announced that the, those movies were coming out. Um, I wouldn't say that you know Peter Jackson was a nobody, but he was Peter, not very well known. Well, Peter Jackson had only one big movie, which was I think The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox. Right, and even which, that wasn't a blockbuster by any well, stretch of try the imagination. To, well, try to remember if you actually watched yeah, it or I not didn't. when it came out, right? But so. Uh, when so it was announced, in, you know, with all kinds of pomp and circumstance, that that uh, Peter Jackson was making uh, Lord of the Rings into movies, and you know, my experience having read a lot of books when I was a kid and my experience with those books being made into movies was not that positive. Often oh. often movies take shortcuts because they don't have time to tell the entire story that's in a book and often if you've read the book before, you have a mental image of what that world is supposed to look like and yep. rarely will it get translated with your point of view onto the screen. Well, and, and I've talked to a lot of fans of Lord of the Rings, you know, longtime fans, people that have read the books. Peter Jackson nailed it. He yes. just nailed everything. And the there there are very few components of the book books that he actually removed from the story. And and I, I mean, at some point, he had to condense some things. But um, honestly, the 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 very few things that he removed were somewhat trivial and not really um, important to the story. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so he did such an amazing job. But, but honestly, in, in the end, it's, it's Tolkien's world. And yeah. uh, to think that it's 80 years now since he published that first children's book and mm. that it's, we're still talking about it in the era of podcasts um, is quite remarkable. It is quite the thing. It's quite the thing indeed, Jocelyn. So, so you were talking about the fact that The Hobbit didn't quite uh, uh, yeah, interest you as well, much. Well, you know what? So, so you just said, I'm just going to build on the last thing you said there, where you know the, Peter Jackson kind of nailed it. My experience where I watched those the original three uh, trilogy movies first and then read the books, or, or kind of read the books afterwards, 